Uh, hello, this is Danny Smalls, and you are listening to Vulture Dreams since We Jim Dreams Dream Machine Podcast. And I have a feeling things are about to get a little bit creepy in here.
gentlemen, fellas and sheilas, welcome back to Vault Supreme's Synth VGM Dream Stream Machine Podcast. And welcome Donnie Smalls. Oh, why, thank you, Floyd. I think. It's, it's always a pleasure, Donnie, and, you know, the listeners love you, so... Right. Well, that last track, that was uh, uh, Dumit from the Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil in Me, by the one and only... Jason Graves. <laughs> Jason Graves. What is that? Some kind of nickname mixing Friday 14th with the gravy train or something? Uh, no. Uh, what? Friday 14th. It's classic. It's like the main villain is called Jason or something. <laughs> Look, yeah, never mind. Uh, no, Donnie, that is his actual name. And yes, he just so happens to make fantastic horror soundtracks. Oh, give me a break. No, I'm serious, Donnie. Anyway. What we have going on right now is horrors of 2022. Yes, many of you may know, I'm not a fan of most horror games or films, uh, but I do have a soft spot for a small percentage of it. And especially when it comes to the music, I'm not really that interested in, you know, things trying to be super dark, but somehow in all the complex Venn diagrams hidden within my mind. There's a little tiny spot there <laughs> for me. Just loves a good old-fashioned chunk of music that can scare the living daylights out. Oh, heavens! So, Donnie, let me tell you how this came about. Oh, wait. After doing my previous Yes Be Kid Dark Tide episode, I thought to myself, what other wonderful music did I miss last year? You know, a whole year went by. I should really go back and see what I <laughs> missed out on. So I went about compiling stuff for an episode and lo and behold, it occurred to me that in 2022, there were a very large number of horror or horror related games with great soundtracks. So as I was putting that all together, you know, I was starting to build up a collection of these kind of tracks and I thought, you know, I better just kind of take these and put them into a separate episode so here we have it not all of these games are strictly horror games but you, no doubt they uh, are certainly related in some shape or form and I think every one of these soundtracks um, has an element of real creepiness to it so anyway, we've got five very different soundtracks we're going to be sampling in this episode. So let's get to it. So Jason Graves, you know, a master at the horror music genre. And this particular soundtrack really caught my attention, Donnie. Uh, it's got this, this sound that's kind of reminiscent of these kind of old classic films, but it's also... It's also got one foot there and another foot in this really modern kind of feel. And I, I'm going to put that yep. down to the synth and the, just the way he's blended it all together. But he it. recently did an interview on the podcast Music Resport, which is fantastic. I really recommend uh, giving that a listen because Kate Remington is a great interviewer and Jason Graves is very interesting and a talented composer who gives a great interview. So... It's very interesting, and you know, Dead Space making um, a comeback now with the remake, bringing his award-winning and absolutely crazy soundtrack back into the spotlight a little bit. Um, yeah, they talk about that classic score, 
which has a whole really interesting story behind it. And then they talk about newer stuff like this. It's all very interesting and worth diving into. That's Music Respawn. I'll try to remember to put a link in the description. It's worth getting to because we don't have enough time to get into all the little details. But I've gone for maybe two of the creepiest songs of this soundtrack. And for me, it's the simplicity and the way these tracks are executed that really stands out to me. Pun intended, Donning, but it's like clockwork. Every part of the songs, every part of these songs just kind of locks together and has a purpose. There's nothing, nothing there that is not needed. Yeah. And I think with a lot of soundtracks, especially listening to all the other ones that um, I'm going to be putting on, it's very easy to just throw in too much into the mix. And this is the complete opposite. Um, Jason even mentioned in that interview that he would be working on this soundtrack and just think to himself, wow, this is too simple. And he would walk away from it and come back and he, he would be like, oh, okay, yep, yep, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the right track. So look, without playing this game, one of the things I got from that interview is that he mentions that um, the main villain is just always slowly walking. And well, don't you get that from the music? The mu music kind of captures that or you know, that slow and steady build of fear as this slowly walking character might be walking towards you. Oh, you're telling me. You know, there was this one part in there yeah. where it went from being like, oh, wild and angry to just this almost quiet, thumping, crack, crack. And I could just imagine this crazy old man with a, like a broken leg or something, maybe like some sort of metal leg. Uh, I'm covered in all the neighborhood cats just slowly dragging himself towards me while I'm caught in the alleyway with a can of open tuna. I was feeling the skill. Yeah, exactly. It, right. It's so effective. It, it could even be this bit right now. Let's just, let, let's just have a quick listen. Yeah, wow. It's so effective. The, the simplicity of it all, yet it's I don't know, it just sets it apart in my mind. As someone myself who tends to kind of layer things up to try to get the message across, this is some real kind of textbook stuff for me to study and learn from. And Donnie, if there's one thing I've learned over the many years of listening to this kind of thing, and it gets used again and again and again, but it always works, it's that sinking or rising low synth sound that just fills you with absolute dread. Oh, sure There's is. something about those really low notes as they either bend up or down. It almost has this kind of physical effect on your body. Right, right, and right. this next track, it's kind of similar to the last one, but it steps a creepiness up a few notches. Oh, and again, great. there's just plenty of this kind of synth that's just falling and rising. You just As long as you keep that synth slowly moving, it's creepy as. So, Donnie, listen to this next track. Visualize that scary slow walk of that evil cat dude in the alleyway walking towards you and feel the build as it gets closer and closer. I, Try not to freak out. I would prefer not also, to actually. 
we should note that Jason Graves does a lot of those crazy violin noises himself. So, you know, he had the orchestra doing all that wild stuff back in the Dead Space days, and now he's doing that all himself in his own studio. So this is The Chase from the Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil in Me by Jason Graves. Get freaked out.
Wow. What a creepy track. That is just textbook stuff, Donnie. Never underestimate the power of doing something simple really well. That's just perfection in my mind. And Keep those textbooks away from me. Folks, I don't mean to uh, kind of end the party early, but for me, that is the song of the episode. But hear me out. We are going to go in so many different directions with this episode that it really doesn't matter. And, you know, my opinion is that that is excellent. But, you know, no doubt someone else is going to choose something else from this episode because we're really, you know, for an episode that is focusing on... Uh, oh gosh, I guess it is kind of pretty broad, but one genre, which is kind of this horror theme. Um, yeah, we're going to get a lot. We're going to get a lot. Um, and I look, I apologize for the audio quality of some of this stuff. I really struggled to get legitimate downloads for this episode, even though all of this was on Spotify. So, you know, go hear this for yourself in high fidelity and obviously, if a soundtrack interests you in this episode, go check it out and support the artist. But wow, I love how Jason mixes kind of those old school classic film sounds from those strings with all this really nasty, distorted synths. And then, you know, that clock, you got the clock in the background. It's kind of, it's a, it's a mix of sounds that you may not think would go together very well it would be difficult to mix together but i just think he does such a fantastic job and yeah just he just completely nails that slow building suspense and man absolutely fantastic there's some other stuff on this soundtrack that is completely different some really um yeah some really beautiful music um go check it out for yourself beautiful my heavens, I, I felt like I was in a falling airplane at Endel. Sure, my shoey to Mr. Timbuktu and three quarters. Maybe I think I need to sit this episode out, but this uh, might be a little bit too much for uh, me. Donnie, aren't you, aren't you like a kung fu master? I mean, I barely made it through the Tekken episode because that was just like not Street Fighter and you really yeah. kind of crushed my brain with that, but I don't know, I think... Yeah. Oh. I'm not probably good with skilly stuff. Look, come on. Uh, stick with us here, Donnie. And this is going to be a great episode because we're about to move into something really, really different now. We're actually going to move into a game that... This soundtrack is a lot more ambient. This is actually quite an incredible soundtrack. Really not suited for a, um, a podcast episode. A lot of these... Uh, Basically, all of these soundtracks um, are fantastic. But, yeah, I found... I, I, there's no way I could have done a full episode on any of these just because of the nature of the soundtrack, especially this next one. And this is Ghostwire Tokyo. And... Oh, oh I... No, no, that, that sounds... I mean, I like Tokyo. Yeah, this, like Tokyo. this is an extremely ambient soundtrack really interesting i don't think i've heard anything that sounds um very similar to this it does remind me of, of, of a few things but really in the end it's it, it's its own thing very ambient 
very creepy. Oh, the entire soundtrack, I think, is, is very creepy. Though, I have not played the game. I'm told it's, it's not necessarily a horror game. But, you know, you, a game filled with ghosts and all that kind of thing, that's horror enough for me. And the soundtrack is definitely creepy. Although, we're, the songs I've chosen are not the creepiest. But they may be the best suited for a podcast episode. Well, I thought maybe I might stick around for a little bit if we're not going to play all the creepier songs. I, I think I like the sound of that. Yeah, well, let's get into it. So I've picked two songs for every one of these soundtracks. And the first one is, I guess it's a title song, Ghostwire Tokyo. And this soundtrack is by Masatoshi Yanagi. And this soundtrack, if I can attempt to kind of wrap it up into one little description, it is... A mix between this kind of futuristic ambient kind of sounds and all these old uh, traditional kind of Japanese sounds as well in the end it creates a very unique kind of sound so I think we're gonna get a lot of that in this first song not so much in the second song so uh, let's check it out this is Ghostwire Tokyo from Ghostwire Tokyo by Masatoshi Yanagi. All right, enjoy.
Wow. That really takes you to another place. The soundtrack for this game is extremely good. I can only assume that it works really well in the game. For that track there, it's that's one of the more structurally interesting songs of the whole soundtrack, which is why I chose it. Um, most of the songs, most of the tracks, you know, they don't really go anywhere, but I can only imagine that each one of them in the context of the game is really effective because, man, there's some really kind of crazy stuff that just just takes you somewhere else. It's really effective. And yeah, I can only assume that it really works well in the game. Um, yeah, which is why I said that I thought this was a great soundtrack, but not well suited to a podcast uh, episode. But yeah, I really encourage you to give it a listen. And if you've actually played any of these games, please let me know your thoughts in the Discord channel. A lot of these games I will never check out for myself but the music is so interesting that I'm kind of intrigued as to know how well this works in in the game um, but yeah I really love this it gives me similar vibes to what I get from like the original Ghost in the Shell soundtrack by Kenji Kawai lots of ambience lots of space and percussion and I think the main thing is like it's got this kind of almost psychedelic dreaminess to it but yeah the rest of the soundtrack lots of creepy stuff which you'll have to discover for yourselves truly unique truly truly unique this soundtrack kawaii do you say kawaii like cute because i don't hear anything cute about this music boards uh, this is i think this is still quite creepy uh, no, uh, no Donnie, I was talking about Kenji Kawaii, the composer, but Donnie, let's, let's move to the opposite end of the spectrum as to what this soundtrack offers. Less, less unique than the rest of it, but certainly one of the more Cynthia tracks and still a bit creepy. The way he uses the uh, synthesized vocal samples in this is very cool. This is Yasuo Toko 2. If I'm saying that correctly, from Ghostwire Tokyo by Masatoshi Yanagi. Alright, enjoy!
really aggressive stuff. It's like he's using that same kind of uh, synthesis method as something like dubstep with those kind of mangled samples. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they're vocal samples as well. It's a, it's a pretty gnarly song, but overall, a really, really wild soundtrack. Definitely worth checking out if you are interested in just hearing something unique. Not a huge amount of listens on Spotify. Um, it's it's not easy or pleasant listening. It's pretty dark and a bit depressing kind of stuff. And it's something I would never go back to. Voch, Voch, I thought that track was kind of neat. Yeah, not yeah. very scary, but um, much more intense than scary. Definitely, So yeah. I, I really thought both of those tracks were pretty crispy, but mm. Voch, remind me to never hire you to do any of my marketing writing. <laughs> That you just whipped a hole the size of an Arkansas watermelon in that soundtrack. Sheesh. <laughs> Sorry, Donnie. Look, yeah, look, it's a great soundtrack. Very good. Just not my kind of, you know, easy, easy listening background music that I'd go back to. But okay, let's let's move on. Hey, our next game. Now this one is definitely a horror game. Again, I haven't played it, but it looks very cinematic. Um, it's supposed to have a bit of a 80s slasher aesthetic and you definitely get that 80s vibe from some of the soundtrack, particularly the main theme. So let's just jump straight to it. This is The Quarry Main Theme by composer Ian Livingstone. Enjoy.
that Dunny? What do you reckon? Oh, yes, that certainly has some 80s vibes to that. They're yeah. Pretty dramatic, actually, and a little bit sinister. Yeah, again, it's pretty solid soundtrack overall. Um, I had a pretty hard time picking a second track for this one, but in the end, I thought I'd go with one of the creepier tracks, seeing as though this is a horror-themed episode. There's actually quite a few parts packed into this next track, so you get some good bang for your buck. Uh, I'm not sure if this uh, is composed for a cutscene or if it's a whole lot of parts that have been arranged into a single piece of music. But either way, it's got some some pretty intense parts. So let's get to it, Donny. This next track is called Lodge Attacked from the game The Quarry by composer Ian Livingstone. All right.
Wow, how about that, eh? Oh, creeper jeepers. That ending had me shipping my shivery timbers all the way to Transylvania. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it it really... Sure. It really sounded like that ending was accompanying the brutal ending of someone's life. Really kind of horrifying sounds and, you know, some pretty intense kind of suspense throughout the whole piece. So, yeah, fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. Freaking freak sweet vaults. I think I might have to just let this one go now. I think I've had enough. (laughs) Yeah, look, I'm glad I don't have to see what that music was for. I'm sure it's um, quite disturbing. But, look, Donnie, uh, please hang around. We've still got two more soundtracks to sample. Let's get quickly to the next one because it's really not creepy at all. We're going to jump into Dying Light 2 Stay Human. Yeah, that sounds creepy. uh, Olivia de Rivier. And I don't think this is a horror game at all, but, you know... When it's all about hordes of zombies, that's enough for me. That'll do it. So that's creepy. Here we go. This is by far the most popular soundtrack we're looking at. Uh, this track alone has one million streams on Spotify. Oh, so, yeah. And yep. remember, this is 2022 release. So, yeah. This track is Run, Jump, Fight by Olivier de Rivière. I think I'm saying that kind of right. And Probably it not. features the London Contemporary Orchestra throughout most of this soundtrack. So let's get to it. All right. Thank you. 
quit. Yep, yep. Bowie. That was Bowie. um, that was a really nice orchestral electronic hybrid. He's done a fantastic job pulling that off. I'd be really interested to hear how it all kind of came together. It's one thing to mix orchestral samples into your song as you're writing it, but using an actual or- an actual orchestra and having uh, that much synth in the song is is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I'd be interested in knowing how that song was actually produced, the whole soundtrack, really. So yeah, maybe I should do a little bit of searching for some interviews or something. Wait, you should, probably should have done that before the episode, but um, <laughs> you know, voice, I, I'm not feeling so skilled anymore. Uh, I, it was almost like uh, I'm feeling quite heroic, like I was about to yep. put on my cowboy hat and ride my ferocious pony into a horde of feral cats and uh, I, I would definitely take them out <laughs> uh, yeah okay um yeah it does have a bit of a kind of a classic spaghetti western yeah. feel um but you know that's just one small part of this pretty big mix of stuff that makes this track those orchestral parts obviously give it such an an epic feel but then it's mixed with those synth tracks which kind of drive a lot of the intensity with the rhythm but even you know that sound of a slightly out of tune analog synth adds this kind of subtle dissonance that uh takes you slightly away from that indestructible feeling uh, to kind of feeling like uh, you know something a little bit wrong here so yeah there's also some dissonance written into the composition that just pops up here and there just kind of pulls you back from that feeling of being yeah that totally positive heroic feeling that's that's my best way of describing it anyway so let's jump into the next track again not easy to pick out a second track an entire fantastic soundtrack worth checking out Uh, but i thought i'd go with one that really stood out to me Uh, it was you know, being an electronic and orchestral hybrid soundtrack, this one is much heavier towards the electronic side. There's lots of synth and tons of production on this one. It's and it, it's actually a fairly pleasant song. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling the need for some pleasant vibes right now. Yeah. So that that sounds all right to me. Yeah, uh, it's still yeah, it, it's got a few little hints of dissonance thrown in here and there but um overall it's a pretty uplifting track that you know if you think about the rhythm it almost has a bit of a slight reggae vibe to it you you know overall it's nothing like reggae but you may hear it just in the rhythm once we play the song and donny i thought this track would not only stand out nicely um in this episode but also it's gonna be a bit of a a palate cleanser for what's coming next. Okay, wait, what does that mean? Hey, you'll see, you'll see. Um, oh so boy. this last song from Dying Light to Stay Human is called Breath of the City, again by Olivier de Rivière. Please enjoy.
think that was a, definitely a very pleasant track. But, Voice, I'm still feeling a little bit concerned. What did you mean by that was a palate cleanser for what was coming next? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that soon, Donnie. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Why? what a great track. Reverb just through the roof. It just gives it this massive sound and a real sense of open space. Cool kind of feeling for, a, you know, Breath of the City. That's, to me... It gives me a sense of a big city full of zombies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, tons of reverb. But again, I've mentioned this in other episodes, controlled really well by that sidechain compression. Um, I've spoken about that before. I won't go into it again. Great track. Uh, my favorite section is that that middle section where it really pulls back. Oh, I and it's it's almost like a little synth solo and he just throws in just the perfect amount of off notes and it just sounds fantastic right, right. brilliant work but yes Donnie that was our palate cleanser Great. for our last soundtrack of the episode up next is the Callisto Protocol what by Finishing Cal- Move Incorporated Calypso? and man this is Probably the soundtrack I've listened to the least, definitely the soundtrack I've listened to the least uh, out of this list because they just throw everything at this and it is the most uncomfortable soundtrack to listen to. Oh, great. For all the right reasons, you know, being being a horror soundtrack. If we started with something more on the kind of the minimalist side of the spectrum, uh, then this is kind of on the opposite end. These guys just go nuts with this. And it's super ambient and just absolutely disgusting. And I mean that in a good way. Again, I haven't listened to it much, so let's just jump into this first track I've chosen. Uh, and this is one of the Mulder tracks. Uh, this this is Crash Landing. Again, from the Callisto Protocol very cinematic kind of music must be for a cutscene I imagine you could just shut your eyes and visualize what's probably going on uh, composed by finishing move incorporated let's go Donny let's go
sinking sins, rising string clusters. It's all there. Filthy, disgusting stuff. Oh, and that was one of the milder twacks, right? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm out right now. It was. That's it. Yep. Uh, come on, Don. Let's just listen to one last track together. Oh, come on. You're freaking me out, Vaults. You're freaking come, me out here. Come on, Donnie. Just brace yourself and let's give it a go. Look, it's, we've come to the end, Donnie. So let's just close out the episode and oh. then you can go do what you need to do. Oh, Folks, thank thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned because I've still got another episode in the works full of amazing not horror soundtracks from 2022 and that's going to be great and if you're interested i just dropped a new album called tears tangos and terror uh there's not as much terror in that soundtrack as this one that's for sure but check it out if you're keen always uh yeah appreciate people giving my tunes a little listen but donnie Thanks for freaking out with me. This yeah, thanks, final... Thanks for nothing, Bites. You're welcome. Uh, this final and quite intense track is from the, again, Callisto Protocol by Finishing Move Incorporated. Uh, it's just a little bit intense. Oh, great. And it's called Infection. Oh, great. Folks, farewell, good luck. Oh, great. And stay synthetic. Oh, great. <laughs>